friends. It's Sam. And it's Mel. And we're sorry if we've been gone a long time. This is our first night back recording. I don't know what order stuff's coming out in. So I don't know if you're hearing us after a long break. But if you are, thanks for coming back. It's coming. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Wink, wink. (laughs) All right. I am one gin and tonic in. Yeah. That's a great start. Can't take me anywhere. So today's a fun episode. It's going to be a spoiler-free episode because we're doing a 2022 review. Yeah. We're basically like we have questions and we're going to talk about the books that we read this year. So we thought it'd be a fun way to like mention the books that we didn't do a full podcast on and uh, just talk about like our, you know, favorites and least favorites from our year of reading mel has read um i'm not gonna say it don't worry i i I, goodreads is sacred i'm just i was gonna say that she's read a lot more than me but we both read a lot this year yes like way more than normal people we should have read yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah but um, we loved it. But we loved every <laughs> second. And, you know, it's actually the beginning of December and we'll probably read more, more. <laughs> before the end of the year. But we're going to pretend like this is the end where we are heading towards the end. And we have fun questions. Yeah. And whether we can actually answer the questions or just talk about them. It, it might it, just be debate. It's so hard. We're, like, we read so many good books. I just so don't many. know how we pick these things. Oh, totally. And one of the only... Things that, like, I was like, oh, thank God, which I don't have a lot of, like, thank God for is I didn't read Akatar this year. No. I read it at the end of last year. Thank God. No, yes, 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 me too. Thank the yeah, Lord. Yeah, that would make um, it even harder. Yeah. Oh, wait, actually, I have to make sure I read that. I might have read that, like, the first week of January. I, th- I don't know. I, f- I feel like I finished it right at the end of the year. It was, like, you know really what? close. I was reading it at your family's house, oh. so it was after the first yes. week. Oh, fuck. Mel... sorry okay 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 we're in it let's go in the romance category Uh, okay like we're best you know we're we're great here yeah we read a lot of romance we've reviewed a lot of romance so what do you think your top romance read of the year is fuck okay i know i feel like this also includes us telling people like some of the things we read i mean if you listen to this podcast we basically read everything this year right right we read all three of emily henry's books this year unfortunately right so unfortunately i feel like nothing else has has a shot right i think it's people we meet on vacation for me i i think it is too it's just and i can't believe and i know people probably say it about us and things that we don't like but there are some people out there that don't like people we meet on vacation and i I can't. I, I don't, don't get understand. it. I res- like I respect yeah. them, but I like I don't understand. I don't either. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really feel like that has to be it. Like but we're talking straight romance, right? Like not fantasy, right? We. Gotta. I was just talking like straight romance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like it's got to be people we meet on vacation. Yeah. And we both really loved the other two as well. Yeah. It's just and it's like we've read a lot of good ones. There's like Love on the Brain, the Addicted series, like we all read the Mariana Zapata, all the Mariana Zapata we read. Like we read a lot of good romance, but I just think Emily does it best. Oh fuck. Okay, I think my if I okay, I it, just to like not pick an Emily Henry one. Mm, okay, shit. so if we okay. can't pick Emily, just as like a backup. Actually, I feel like this is more interesting. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, I really loved the Bride Test. Why was I gonna say oh my that? God. <laughs> I literally wish that one. Also one of my top surprises, yeah. which is a different category, but I just right. loved that book. And I, I, I also think looking at my list, 
it has stuck with me a lot. Yeah, uh, totally. Like I, it still makes me warm and fuzzy thinking about it. Yeah, I feel like that. Um, I mean, there's also like reminders of him and stuff like that, but. Yeah, I, I was, don't think that's my. I favorite. was gonna maybe pick um the soulmate equation as my three. Like if I had to pick yeah. a top three, I think if I, and I was gonna pick like one Emily Henry to take the top spot. But I think I think I'm gonna I'm think I'm gonna stand by that decision. Okay, so then, on top of that, book boyfriend. Oh, uh, okay. Best book boyfriend of the year. Fuck for us. I I wanted to say Charlie Lastra, book lovers. Right, you do you do love Charlie. We all love Charlie. But. We all love Charlie, but Charlie's just my type of person too. Like also, Emily Henry posted a poll or something where it was like, "Who do you see as Charlie?" And Henry Golding was one of the choices, and I so like that that definitely yes. adds to it for me. Yes, but, but I do love Alex. Alex, we mean on vacation. I know. Um, I also I also love um. The love interest in Wall of Winnipeg. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Like, I'm just trying, you know? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 Lukov. Fuck. Oh, no, Lukov. <laughs> uh, he does call her fat a lot, though, so we Shits. can kind of, like. Yeah, that's true. He does. I don't know. I Okay, but also if we're counting fantasy romance. Are we? Oh, okay, well, then. Oh, can we even say it? Oh, shit, yeah, does that. For spoiler-free version, it's got to be the main love interest in Akatar. Yeah, yeah, that that's true. Oh, but I didn't read that this year. Oh, you didn't read that this year. So yeah, that be off the table for you. But I think if I was including fantasy romance, I pick him over Charlie Laster, even even though Charlie Laster is like the more realistic, real life version, right? For me. Or Alex from People Who Meet. Okay, Vacation. okay. Well then, um, mm, okay. I really, I really like um, Nick Dose. <laughs> oh my god, really? from uh yeah a shadow on the ember i don't know i do really like him i'm not as big of a stan of the love interest in we read throne of glass this year if you didn't yes. listen to the episode um yeah well, i don't do on them does draco count for germany oh <laughs> <laughs> that's always gonna be my number one i know that is gonna be the forever yeah but i don't know if that counts Okay, but well. I feel like Nikdos is kind of an interesting choice from know. A okay. Shadow in the Ember. This is recency bias a bit. I mean, look out you for the just... episode eventually. I did just read the sequel. Yeah. But it's like, it's not even... Ugh, Sam hasn't read it yet, so like... I know. You know. But I'm... I am excited. That makes me really excited that you said that, though. Because I liked Nikdos in the first... But like, now I'm really excited. Yeah, I just... I can't I can't ex- exactly explain why. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, uh... Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, the love interest. Oh, oh, like a- I know it's not like ro- I, romance, but that could be like my top couple, right? That could be like my favorite couple, maybe more so than. It's fucking tough. Yeah, it's really tough. But okay, we kind of we kind of got the boyfriend one. I also just read a lot of like romance and books in general that yeah. they were writing like my type of guy <laughs> that yes. I like in books. Yeah, which is not even necessarily my type in real life, but I I just like love a like love a like a stern too serious guy who yeah. like has a soft spot for the girl in the books, and that's not what I go for in real life. That's like not even at all. You no, go for in real life. No, it, not even like, <laughs> me neither. But especially but like not. I I just was like my favorite movie growing up was Mulan. 
And like Shang is like just really done it for me my whole life. And I feel like, oh, that, that and Captain Von Trapp, those were like my first crushes growing up. Seeing Mel watch Captain Von Trapp in The Sound of Music is an experience. Captain Von Thirst Trap. I wish everyone else could see. I get Um, feral. Like when he tears the Nazi flag. mm, (laughs) Oh my God. I'm sorry to the very real person who who lived, who was Captain Von Trapp. Yeah, but, but I mean, I guess we're just saying I don't know what hard. he looks like. I should look at him. I don't either. I mean, he's Or probably, looked like. He's not, yeah. he's not with us. Um, anyway. Okay. Um, I feel like that's like... Moving on from of, that. Yes. And what was the next one? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So we've... Ta- yeah, top couple. Yeah. Yeah, so. I don't know if I have one for top couple, but I do feel like Evelyn yeah. Hugo could be a contender. Right. I do, and I do like the pairing in From Blood and Ash. Just yeah. they, they're, they're like so together at this point, though. Yeah. Then I'm like, okay. Yeah. That's the status quo, you know? Sometimes they're like inside of each other, it feels like. Not, <laughs> All the not time. Not even just sexually, but like. I don't know what you were trying to say there. <laughs> I don't either. Okay. I think I'm a little lit. All right, all right. Um, God. Okay. Top fantasy. This, this okay. like just a standalone. Are we going to like say standalone? No. Okay. And then series or like, okay. Okay. I know. Okay. I feel like we can categorize a series though as the standalone okay. like, or as like one. Mm. Like, you don't have to pick like your favorite. That might be a follow up question, but Shit. Okay. this one was hard for me because I like we read, I read all of Sarah J. Mass apparently. I didn't realize I read. <laughs> yeah, you did. Okay, but here's the conflicting thing. I read, like, all but one Akatar book last year at the mm. very end of the year. Oh, is it the last one? It's the last one ah. that I read at your family's home. Yep. So I don't know if I'm going to count that in my year. I'm just going to knock it out for the rest of my answers so that I don't have yeah. to include it. Okay, that's valid. Okay. I kind of... Uh, this is hard because I read like Poppy War and Vicious is fantasy too, right? Vi- yeah. Shit. I'm not counting fan fictions because they're derivative of English, Yeah. Although I'm reading Harry Potter this year too. But oh shit. Well I'm reading Harry Potter, but I'm not gonna count it in the fantasy because I've read it before and it wasn't a new read. Would it still like if you think it would would it still like No, properly? I don't think it would be like a favorite I feel like it's the nostalgia of it that makes me love it so much. Yeah. More yeah. so than like the. I mean, I I was more moved by reading like Manigold again, right? Which I had right. also read already. So I'm just not counting the Harry Potter universe for right now. I think maybe, maybe Throne of Glass for me. Yeah. It is like pretty epic. I mean, it it's is like so epic. such a good fantasy and i also read it this year so i feel like she that that world kind of took over my yeah. my thoughts for a minute that's true and i, I know like yeah and like empire of storms and like queen of shadows are like in her bag like i mean queen of shadows is wow. one of the best and i feel like too I, it might be a little biased if i had a lot of fun recording our episodes about that series true and going along with that so i do think that helped me love it even more. Right. But I feel like if I think off the top of my head, my best fantasy read, it's going to be that. But like Poppy War, even Babel, like all. Should I just pick Tower of Dawn to make you mad? Oh my God. 
I think it would probably be Queen of Shadows if I'm picking one yeah. from the from the I think so. series. Mm, yeah, I get I get so like fucked up. Like obviously, Kingdom of Ash is like really epic, yeah. but I get really fucked up trying to pick between Queen of Shadows and Empire of Storms. Yeah, they're both so good. Wow. Yep. Yeah, that series I feel like had a really yeah, profound I, impact. So, do you think that's your top yeah, two? Yeah, I feel like I gotta. Yeah, it's just hard for me to like every. I read a lot of things that were an emotional experience that were darker fantasy or lighter or lighter yeah. fantasy. We read like Zodiac Academies, which we will maybe get back to someday. I'm sorry we've just left you all hanging there. But, like, I just feel like that's the most, that's oh, it for me. yeah, in the poppy war. I know. Yeah, I think, I still think it's, oh my god, okay. Okay. I still think, I think it's Stone of Glass, but the poppy war was. I know, it's a, it's a contender for yeah, sure. Yeah, Um. Okay. Oh, I said top, top regular lit question mark because I didn't know. Yeah, I literally could not fucking tell you what my top this one was. This is so, yeah, this is really hard. Did you have a top, like traditional like highbrow um, I'm proud to be reading this book in public and this is not how we think for the record no but like one that I would you know take to the coffee shop like yeah. right uh probably a little life if that counts or mm. but if we're going really traditional like picture of Dorian Gray probably yeah mm. okay I sorry I just cracked a knuckle that was probably really gross um okay but it was at the beginning of the year but we had Middlesex this year oh Oh, and Secret History this year. Yes. Yeah. Fuck. I know. I guess, like, yeah, like, ones that have been acclaimed for more than a couple years. But I would say, like, my top ones would, would have been, like, Middlesex, Picture of Dorian Gray, Secret History. Mm-hmm. I don't have, like, a, just a top literary fiction book, though, that's, like... Uh, I know. I tried to even do a top five, because that was one of our questions, and I was nearly crying over picking children. It's, like, fucking rough. It's hard. I read um, The Nightingale recently, and that was really phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Um, That's, like, more recent, but if we were just talking about... Oh, fuck. I read The Bell Jar this year. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's I up get there. It. The Bell Jar is like, I mean, it's obviously a classic, so most of you have probably read it. But if you haven't, and you're like on the fence about just classic literature and modern classics, even because that one's more, uh, just so read it. Good. It's so good. It's one of the greatest depictions of like mental health stuff ever. I don't know. It's great. That was a message to myself who waited a really long time to read it and <laughs> should right. not have. Right. Yeah. Fuck the secret history. Like sits with me i know forever like, and i want to reread it it's like a little life was one of my favorites but i guess that's more recent too as i've been acclaimed for years necessarily. oh fuck yeah okay if we're if we're getting rid of like the traditional thing then i mean i think a little life has to make my top books of the year for sure partly because what? i'll never read it again so it'll never be in any other year <laughs> <laughs> i i own a copy and i'm like um, am I gonna put my souffle through this again? Or yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that even just owning the copy, though. Like, I like that you have a physical manifestation of the trauma. Yeah, like you can look at it and be like, I went through that book. I did. <laughs> we 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 both did. We both did. Anyway, um, shout out to the stage version that they're putting on. Oh wow, I know. I'm so jealous of people that live in London because I got to so, see. I bet that. it would be so good. Oh, it, I guess branching off on that, we were gonna do like our top cries. Oh, yeah. Okay. Top cries of the year. A little life. A little life makes the list. Number one, I think. Absolutely. I don't think I cried harder. I don't think I cried harder more times. Yeah. 
I don't think I could, could I could I it. could cry at like a drop of a hat I if I think about, about that it. book too yeah. hard. I mean yeah. I feel like uh I don't know if I can count manacles in anything. I read it 2021 and 2022. So right. I feel like it doesn't but if I was counting that, even my reread, like it yeah, that's in there. And the third Poppy Wars in my top cry. Yes, yes. I was gonna say the top the uh, Poppy War, um crying in H Mart, I cried a lot. Um oh. who would have known? I did cry a lot during Middlesex, too. Oh, yeah. I did, too. Like, a, a surprising amount. Oh, Seven Husbands of Emily yes, Hugo. that was what... Thank you. That was what I was going to say. Yes. That yeah. was also a sob for me. Okay, that was, like, a top four or five. Mm, okay. Five. I, yeah, I think I did cry the most, though, to A Little Life I and think... Seven Husbands. You, you haven't gotten to it yet, but I did... <laughs> I had a puddle of tears that I took a picture of for Sam after I finish tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. I am excited to read, but nervous. It's, like, not too bad. It's not, like, traumatizing not bad, yeah. but... Oh, top fanfic? Well, Manacled. Manacled, you. but you, you didn't read it this year, and I read it the first time in 2021, so I'm going to go off ones I read it this year. Okay. That I, even though I did a reread this year, I'm not counting my reread. I know. I also had rereads because, like, we did an episode on the auction and stuff, so I reread it. Well, I was <laughs> going to put the auction, I think, as my top one because so I read good. that for the first time this year. Um, and I think that was my top mm. fanfic read of the year. Oh, okay. I mean, um, the at the throughout, like, the first six months of the year or so, the Measure of a Man got finished. So, technically, like, I started it in 2021, but, but like, a significant yeah. chunk was not written until. So, I feel like I got to give it to that because that book is, that, uh, that fan fiction is so long. Like, I mean, shout out to that, that makes me excited that you feel like it earns your top spot because I haven't read it yet. Well, if I discount on my rereads, which is, like, right. a lot of them. I yeah. read, like, I, I did read some other ones, but... I just didn't. You read most of them in 2021, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I read like a. I did. I still definitely read some, but I like probably wouldn't even say the names because I am kind of like. I feel like it's morally gray to say you didn't like a. Yeah, oh, I agree. I agree totally. Um, since people are gifting their time, and we are so thankful for it. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Uh. So I saw some people on TikTok do, like, their book icks. Oh. So I had written down, like, top three icks. So, like. Oh. Or it can be more. I feel like we can think of a lot. But, like. God, we I Well, can. one of them we've talked about, but it's, like. I guess it's, like, it's it's maybe not, like, a totally ick, but it's the, the like, stretched her vagina to new heights. The yes, joke that we like, made. the dick is so big. It's not like it hasn't fully It's just happened so many of, times. No. But it does make me, like, stutter for a second and be like, Ugh, Um, I don't like when uh when a guy comes and they describe him as roaring. I, like, because I can't get a good... Oh. I can't get a good, like, mental picture or, like, audible. Like, I, there's nothing what? good. I've never thought about it. Oh, SJM does it. SJM does it every time, but sometimes the fantasy ones in general are just a lot for me. So I'm like, yeah, right, right. right. (laughs) We're like overstimulated already. Yeah, yeah, but that you're right. I came with a roar. Like, what does that sound like? I kind of want you to roar when you're coming. That's a lot. (laughs) Like, I'm not saying be quiet, but like, but like, but like, roar. Oh, roar. I don't. I like that is nothing. Like that only sounds animalistic to me. I can't. Someone on top of you, just like doing like a lion roar, like, yeah, like chest in Mean the- Girls, yes. when they like dub the the animal. <laughs> just 
talking about the cafeteria being a watering hole or whatever. Yes, yes. I feel like it would. Be, that's a no for me. Yeah. I think a book ick is. These are all sex scenics, but um, pre cum descriptions mm-hmm. ick, immediate ick. Mm-hmm. It's like weeping. Yeah. If, if if that's the thing is like if it's weeping, it's just a no. Describing the penis head as a mushroom. Yeah. <laughs> Which happened in one of the books that we really loved. Yeah, this year. Um, book ick. Let's think. I I feel like okay if there's too predictable of a like seventy five percent way in breakup. Oh yeah. I don't know. I like. I feel like it happened. It's not like a total like no because it happens in it all happens. of them. But sometimes I'm like, here it comes. Right. Like the, <laughs> you know? that's one of the rare things about Emily Henry's. Every time she has a mid book breakup, I'm always devastated. Right. I always somehow don't think they're gonna get back together. Like as if I'm not reading a fucking romantic comedy. Well, so, hers feel reasoned. Like, right. But that is like a, I think a shocking quality of hers because I agree with you that normally yeah. kind of gives me an egg. Oh my god, galaxy leggings. The galaxy leggings egg. are an egg. <laughs> that's an egg. Almost lost a star for that. Yeah, that's an ick. Okay, on the on this topic, if you think of more icks, shout them out. Okay. But your cringiest line of the year, do you oh, think it's shit. the galaxy leggings line? Maybe. Like, Fuck. If uh, I was thinking of like a cringiest line, I, I was trying to think of something off the top of my head because obviously we read like Priest and Sinner and like all these books that probably have really cringy descriptions, right. including Mushroom Tip like we mentioned. Yeah. But the taste, the emotional capacity of a teaspoon line in zodiac Zodiac academy Academy. was one of my biggest cringes because it's just such a blatant ripoff yeah but it didn't feel like an homage kind of ripoff like Mm -mm. it was it was just weird to me yeah i didn't like that especially when they have pop culture references in that book i don't know i yeah i'm trying to think i wrote down i tried to check my notes for like priest and sinner i did write down that like at some point they talked about like jesus jesus osmosis or something like oh yeah and also, like, so many things of, like, does the little nun want to be fucked? <laughs> I thought of a book ick. What? What? Cancer. No. <laughs> Bro, why is that our number one? It is. Okay, and actually, the book I just gave you has a little bit of cancer involved oh, at the end. Oh, fuck. But Throw it, it away. But it doesn't <laughs> feel, kidding. like, relevant to the story. <laughs> Shit. I won't put that in the podcast that cancer. Is right, I but know. that really is like. But the like that, book it really is. Because like any time we're like, ooh, cancer, we're like, oh, oh, okay, again. <laughs> Even though it's like super common. It's like, oh, oh, okay. Um, it it it's not online, but I read um Call Me by Your Name this year, which I know a lot of people really love. Yeah, but there are some some parts of it about like you know coming in somebody's shorts and like you know i like i want to wear your skin yeah that like a little bit across like it wasn't it, it, w- it crossed the line of romantic for me yes personally. it got a little creepy i understand that and some of that was because when i was commuting back and forth from work i was listening to the audiobook who's narrated by army hammer Oh, oh yes! Oh God! Oh yes! He has a creepy voice as is. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Even without context, I find his voice creepy. Yeah. So, so like, I imagine hate that they let him narrate that. That's imagine hearing his voice like with with the context that we have. Yeah. Absolutely not. So like maybe that's my own fault. 
gotta be. I mean, there's gotta be something oh, from. I have corrupt. a bucket. <laughs> kids. <laughs> yeah, kids have to be done well for us they, to like. Like not we've read some and reviewed it. some that we love with kids, but it is an ick for us every time. It makes us hesitate before picking up a book. Yeah. Also, like I understand that there's different, you know places on the spectrum of world building and like how advanced and um you know complex our fantasy world is that we're dealing with but if you're just like like if you're not even explaining why there's like a a, like a conflict between the two main things that like you're going to war for yeah like ick i it It is an ick i think so too and that that wouldn't be a general ick if we hadn't read multiple series like that. Yeah. That is like a weird, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hmm, should we do something positive again or <laughs> sure. keep on our complainy track? <laughs> okay. Do we feel like we have like hottest smut scenes? Ooh. I mean, I guess if A Court of Mist and Fury is being counted on oh my, my 2022, <laughs> that, that book's going to be in the top. Um, And Silver Flames and whatever. Yeah, or sorry, Mist and Fury is my 2021. Silver Flames is my 2022. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, though, I feel like usually fantasy romance isn't. Some of the things in the Addicted series. I was just, I was just going to say, oh I think the Addicted series, which is a little fucked. Right. But I, it's like they're real people, but it was still written really well. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that might be the hottest smut for me. Oh, yeah. And some stuff from like the From, from Blood and Ash series. Yeah. Some of the. If you, if you know, you know. Yeah. And again, we've said fantasy can take it far, but sometimes, sometimes, sometimes they don't take it far enough. Yeah. And if you listen like... to our War of Two Queens episode, yeah. you know. <laughs> wait for the wait for the uh, Shadow of the Ember sequel. Woo! Yeah, dude, can't wait. But I do feel like addicted for normal series and for fantasy from Blood and Yeah, I think I'm on board with that. Okay. Do you have a most favorite? fucked up book you read this year. <laughs> I, almost, <laughs> I just started to up. fall over because mine yeah, is yours. haunting Adela. <laughs> yeah, yours is definitely haunting Adela. I, you know, I honestly feel like corrupt just for that out of pocket ending <laughs> could be <laughs> one of my like more what the fuck am I readings, but. I've made I, Michael Christ jokes in, like, the past <laughs> three episodes because of that. Like, it just stays with me. Not only was I confused the whole book and asking <laughs> what the fuck am I reading, but then the end is so disturbing and stupid. So maybe that. I also feel like I had a what the fuck am I reading in a good way with Ice Planet Barbarians. I was going to say that was going to be, like, probably up there with, like, my most pleasant surprise of, like, I kind of enjoyed it. Yes. Did you... See that girl's TikTok where she was like watching Avatar after reading Ice Planet Barbarians has me looking at the blue aliens a little differently. Oh my god! Which I'm like, yeah, kind of. I saw the trailer the other day and I was like, maybe they are hot. I don't know. Maybe they are hot. That's yeah. I just I think that that was such a good example of like a book that's self aware. I don't. Yes, you can do like you can do lighthearted and dumb and whatever and still have it be enjoyable. So I think that could have been my most positive what the fuck am i reading yeah and maybe a, one of my biggest surprises too but uh, yeah shout out to a listener for that recommendation because yeah oh yeah totally. i feel like there's no way we're gonna have time but we did talk about reading like a ice planet holiday and doing an yeah. episode <laughs> but 
back when we had more time we were gonna each read uh one of the holiday novellas yeah haunting adeline if if you know about the gun you know yeah and then i think for me my mind was corrupt which is mild compared to haunting adeline but fucked up in a good way my dark vanessa yeah 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 disturbing but like a phenomenal yeah. actually we should just take one second because we didn't talk about that book right yeah let's on our it. podcast at all and that book is one of the greatest books i've ever read and i fucking love it and i think it should be like required mandatory reading for people but it's also so triggering so if yeah. look up your trigger warnings i can only imagine because i just feel like they do such a good job highlighting like sexual abuse of Right, yeah, um, just in the most general sense. It's like yeah. Lolita from the opposite perspective, but then put it in modern times. Right, and I feel like that is also probably one of my more, my one of my top underrated reads. Like, things, I guess it was it's pretty highly rated, but like... But I kind of, like, went in thinking, okay, I think it's going to be good, but, like, maybe it's just part of the, you know, kind of like the people who are more into, like, the true crime yes. thing, like the silent patient type yeah. people, but I didn't expect to be floored by both the writing and then just, like, the flawless emotional execution of, I just think all of the, like, conflicting feelings are communicated yes. so well. I thought so, too. And the writing, like, I literally... It's such a disturbing subject matter, but I picked it up and I couldn't put it down until I was done. Yeah. I had chills reading it, like, the whole time. Yeah. And I just think, yeah, the author handled that so well. And she said she'd been writing it for, like, 10 years or something. And you yep. can tell it feels researched. And so if you're anyone who feels like, I don't know, like, maybe Lolita's, like, slightly fucked or whatever, and you want, like, a, a great literary masterpiece on the flip side right. of that go for it because yeah and also do it even more so because in her author's note she had a teacher or somebody say that like oh nobody wants to read this story from the victim's perspective so fuck that person no she killed it yeah she killed it and i think it helped can from an outside empathy point of view can really help us like understand the struggles of these victims understanding what they've gone through and like why people don't come forward and blah 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 yeah anyway off also, like, box. why didn't you delete their number? Yeah. Yes. You know? yeah. Yes. Off my soapbox, but I just thought that that book was great, and it deserves a special yeah. shout out since we are too chicken shit to pick our top <laughs> books of the year and weren't going to do it. <laughs> and Verity, I guess, for good fucked up. Yeah, Verity's yeah. a good fucked up one too. I feel like Verity's one of my favorite like twists of the year. Yeah. Do you have a favorite main character? Mmm. Shit. I Shit. don't know. For fantasy, probably Selena. Yeah. Sardothian, the little lead of Throne of Glass. Yeah. I, I think I have to second that. And honestly, that might be one of my favorite leads or favorite main characters. Just because I get extra right. attached to the main characters in fantasy because you're like rooting for them on their journey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I really, I really did love uh, Rin and um, the Poppy War too. Like I, as far as a complex character, yeah. definitely. And Jude, <laughs> not to make you cry. Oh, Jude, wait, a little life, Jude. <sighs> but it was like really, I, I, you know, I, I think that. It was like a moment in time for me to read Throne of Glass and some of these books throughout this year who um, just had really strong, complex female leads, which we got 
some of when we were younger. I mean, definitely yeah. like Hunger Games and stuff, but not not to the. I mean, Hunger Games was kind of like one of yeah, not to this not extent. that many. Not and to this yeah, extent. yeah. And I do feel like I had a bit of a moment with that one too, and. I do just really attach myself to those fantasy characters. Yes. But, I mean, yeah, Jude's a phenomenal fucking choice, too. Okay. Back to negatives. <laughs> your most controversially disliked book of the year. Oh, shit. Okay. Or, like, your biggest letdown. And or both. Well, like, they could be the same. That's why I'm grouping the questions. Insider information. <laughs> There's a episode of Normal People that never got released because yeah. I chickened out. But I... I read Normal People and did not love it. That would be a good controversially disliked one. But I don't think I, like, I didn't dislike it. I, I didn't dislike it enough. It's just I more, like, ranted about the, uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah. I won't, like, go into detail. But that one was, like, definitely let down, let down but fuck, I'm trying to think. I was going to say Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Mm, okay, yes, it was a letdown for me, but I feel like it wasn't enough of, like, like, things we never got over. Do you know what I oh, mean? Oh, God. Yeah, I. this is, you guys, I did not finish Things We Never Got Over because I was so let down by it. Yeah. Well, and you had me to ask if it got yeah, better. Yeah, to ask if it got no. better. Yeah. Also, like, Shatter Me was kind of a letdown for me. Yeah. I really wanted that one to be good, but what was I expecting? I get it. Ever? I get it. Like, it, it, was, it was, like, good enough that I kept reading, but. Right. And also, like. I, I don't get why this is just a hate episode of this one. I don't, like I read the Hotel no- Nantucket. It was a fine book, but like why oh. would, why why is it like in the most read list? It's like always on the most read list. Yeah. I think it's weird too. I don't quite understand that one. That's a good biggest letdown. Okay, well then I was gonna do a, go back and circle back to positive <laughs> for biggest surprise, which we mentioned. Ice Planet Barbarians. Yeah. You can also do a funniest read if you have like a funniest read. Oh shit! That's probably um, Priest or Sinner. <laughs> yeah, but I think I I but like the thing is I was like, I think the part of the problem is I wasn't actually like laughing. I was just I no, felt like yeah, trauma. But like Ice Planet Barbarians, I was laughing. Yeah, that honestly could be my funniest read too. I mean Emily Henry was is good. really funny. It's yes. just like as a her I just love her banter and jokes. So You know what I think one of my biggest surprises of the year was is the Addicted series. Yeah. By Kristen That's Becker. That's true. Ritchie. I was yeah. shocked at how well written those books were and like I know that I didn't end up loving all the the end ones, but especially like those first couple books, like I was I feel like they're marketed in a way that I was expecting something totally different. And I was going into it expecting kind of trash read, but fun. And it, like, I, I think those books were really well written. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I totally a, agree. We have episodes on that. So you can go listen to me rant more. But I feel like that was one of my biggest surprises. That, Ice Planet. Also, whenever something has like a subpar cover. <laughs> yes. You go in and you're like, mm. Yeah. And the Addicted series most definitely does. Oh my god, the Paris apartment was a letdown too, sorry. Oh yeah, that one was a letdown. We were liars. <laughs> okay, that, well I was gonna say that was one of my most controversial opinions, but I don't feel like a lot of people like that Yeah, book. no. Like I, but, but yeah, We Were Liars is always in the top, and they made a sequel. Yeah. Maybe why I love it more, I don't know. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, okay, I was gonna ask about like the book you binged the fastest and yeah. I 
even though I have binged like a lot of fantasy books this year, I think that Carrie Soto takes the cake because I think I like sat down and started it and like didn't I like maybe got up for water a you couple times. I think same. Yeah. We both literally did nothing no. but read for the entire day. We like got the books like from the library yeah. at noon and both read till like five PM. Yeah, I actually think that's totally what it is. It's probably Carrie Soto. Yeah. And it was really good. Yeah. I mean, it's less of like a beast to binge. So if we're thinking like time and yeah. length True. or whatever, True. maybe there's a different answer there. Yeah. But Carrie Soto was, I mean, all of her books for me, not all of them, but Seven Husbands, Daisy Jones, They're they were all really addictive yeah. for me. But Carrie Soto was like, I literally could not not turn the page. And then fantasy, I feel like I probably binged like, because even though, mm-hmm. even though Throne of Glass is my top, I think that those books like, because it has a lot going They're more on, heady, but you yeah. don't, yeah, you don't really like binge through them. But um, I think it's the the second from Blood from and Blood Ash, Ash book was I was like, yeah, this, you know, I was gonna say the second one of that too. I think I feel like I all I did was read during those books, right? Not because it was like the best book of the year, but no, but I couldn't put it down. She writes like I don't under I can't understand it because like it's not the most like flawless writing or anything but she just writes like my perfect like fantasy crack and I can't explain yeah, it. Yeah I feel like it's really digestible but there's enough going on that like there's still p- interesting plot to follow. Yeah. So just to end like do you feel like there's any o- other honorable mentions that like we didn't do an episode about we haven't really talked about. Yes and this is in fact the book that I just gave to yes. Sam. Okay great. Hit yeah. Us. Um, so this book is, uh, it's called Everyone in This Room Will Someday Be Dead by Emily Austin. And, um, the premise is that, um, it's about a lesbian atheist who accidentally ends up working the front desk at a church because she goes in for some other reason to the church and they're like, oh, are you here for the job interview? And she has like terrible chronic anxiety and depression and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so she's just like, Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> and it unfolds from there. Um, I love, I love. I'm yeah, so excited to read it. It's just like a really, really, really realistic depiction of anxiety and depression in ways that like even made me uncomfortable. But I felt really seen reading it, so I just gave it. We exchanged like a. Re- we just like decided a- to start a tradition of like exchanging a read at the end slash beginning of the year. So well, did you say the name and author of it? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I gave her honor through briefly gorgeous by ocean vong and that book is really beautiful too it's like really poetic writing i just finished it i'm excited but okay let's see yeah i don't know if i have any that we didn't that we haven't talked about Um, open waters was really good open waters another really like the poetry and prose of that book like stunning yeah highly highly recommend yeah i feel like that really puts you in the headspace i feel like a lot of people have heard of this one but i did really love love in other words a lot of people have read that. Oh, very cute. Did we do an episode on Vicious? No, I think we... I don't think we, we did. I don't know if we did or not, so we're going to say it right now because <laughs> it's been on phenomenal. our list. Vicious was phenomenal. Yeah, I love that. It was a great book. One, a surprising one. Especially since we didn't love Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. We did love Vicious. Loved, yeah. I think that's her better book. I'm going to stand by it. I also read um, Gallant this year and I did not did not like it oh i like daddy Lure more than gallant okay 
All right. Wow. What a great year for reading, Mel. <laughs> Another year. I feel like I'm like the elementary school librarian that it's like you get the prizes for how many books you oh had. Oh my God, remember the Scholastic Book Fair? <sighs> I would love to go there right now. I would love. Can Honestly, we, should we start a Scholastic Book Fair for adults that like travels to businesses? That's an incredible <laughs> okay. idea. Great. That's Delete an that. incredible idea. <laughs> Delete that. Uh, anyway, thank you all to the people who listened to us all year. Yeah. Um, I think we started this podcast this year, right? We did. And we just literally started it because we, not to do the, like, the typical, like, oh my God, I didn't see I know. I feel like this is really cheesy to thank people anyway. Yeah, it it is. But we, we did just, like, start recording these for fun because we like to talk about the books anyway. And we thought it would be cool to, like, archive our conversations. Yeah. And it's just cool that some people listen and write us emails. So that's cool. Yeah, you can email us at litonliteraturepod at gmail.com with recommendations, thoughts, and opinions. Um, Okay, I'll stop being cheesy now. But Happy New Year, everyone. Bye. Bye.